What's up, guys? It's Tuesday afternoon. That means it's time for this week's Matt Campbell press conference. Of course, Coach Campbell uh, talked about the Texas Longhorns coming up on Saturday down in Austin. Gives you a preview of them, what he sees from that high-powered Texas offense. Uh, talks a little bit about the Cyclones currently playing in the NFL. Seeing them have some success this past Sunday with three guys getting into the end zone uh, in a couple of different games. Uh, and much more on this week's uh, Matt Campbell press conference here on Cyclone Fanatic. Before we get too far, though, I guess we need an injury update if you've got one. On Man, I need an injury update. Um, Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> n- no, not for me, for our kids. Yeah, I, I think we'll know more today. You know, um, the big names, Brock, Norton, um, you know, I think both guys still were not 100%, obviously, Sunday, you know, where those guys will be, not sure. Um, but I think today's practice will tell us uh, tell us a lot. Easton Dean, um, you know, same boat. You know, Easton was very limited last week. And then, you know, Reader, very much similar in the same boat. Now, Reader was a lot better on Sunday than maybe what we thought he was going to be. So I think we're hopeful um, for him in terms of where he's at both now and going forward. Um, okay, with that going forward, then with that in mind, you've got six games six regular season games left what what can you do to is there anything you can change to kickstart the offense whether it's players formations plays sure. staff i don't know anything just You're anything right. well i don't think any of those things in terms of first of all we we know we've had success even this year at times on offense you know i think we've been juggling a lot of different players and trying to figure out number one who and what gives us the best opportunity to be successful. I think it's a work in progress, and you've seen that be a work in progress. Um, you know, do I have faith that we will get where we need to be offensively? I really do. We have talented players. Obviously, you have the same coaching staff that's had elite success here on the offensive side of the football. So, you know, I think you just continue to do everything in your power, you know, week in and week out to put exactly what you said, Randy. Who are those players that are available to you? And let's do everything in our power to continue to try to put those guys in the best position to be successful. If, in fact, you are limited again at the running back position, mm-hmm. is there, you know, going back to the changes thing, um, is there any thought they're running Hunter some more or no? Or on, on well, he ran a little design. bit last I know, week, yeah, exactly, know, on, so, on called plays. Yeah, I, I think, you know, those are always options. You know, I, I think the biggest thing for us is, again, you're, you're still trying to put yourself schematically in the best situation to be successful. And, and schematically, it worked out for him to be able to do that and kind of loosens things up at times. So um, I, I, the, the answer is Hunter can run, and yes. Um, the reality of, you know, what where does it come in the game? How do you design that? You're always trying to do what's in the best interest of the team and give him the best opportunity to be successful as well. Kind of along that same line, I'm interested, just as teams have been able to get film on Hunter and be able to game plan from him how, or for him, how have you seen maybe the way defenses are attacking you guys change as the season has gone along? Yeah, you know, again, I, I don't I don't know if it's so much of what defenses are doing as much as it is, you know, at times some of the inconsistencies that we've had. You know, you look back at the game, it's like, man, where do you want to point the finger? You got guys open. You know, we, you know, either, man, we're not protecting good enough. You know, we're a hair off in terms of catching the ball. Um, you're a hair off on the run. You're a hair off. So, you know, to me, that's what's hard about it right now offensively is it's inconsistent. And it's kind of what I said after the game. Saturday and I think that's a good thing too 
there's not a finger to blame. I think everybody involved in it says, man, we got to be better. Um, you've seen plenty of times this season where that group has played at really high rate. And, you know, you're looking for that consistency. And again, when you have young players or people doing their role for the first time, sometimes you're going to get inconsistency. And I think that's what you're seeing, you know, over the course of the last couple of weeks. And we have to be better. We can't shy away from it. And then we as coaches got to continue to find the best ways to help them be the most consistent they can be. So, yeah, that's really the, the reality of that situation. For Norton, is there a point where you guys start looking at capping him at four games? To, no. No? No. He'll play when he's available? When he's ready to roll. For you guys, what's the duality between the frustration of losing close games and maybe, I think you mentioned it last week, the optimism of feeling like you're close to winning those games? Well, I, I think naturally when you work really hard at what we do and in our sport, you know, you're, I mean, you only get 12 guaranteed shots at it. You know, it's not like, man, you know, I used to always say this about basketball, man, basketball, you can play bad on Tuesday and you get to play again on Friday and you get to play the game, you know, and you get 30 some shots to play. And in football, you only get 12. So there, I think there's always a natural frustration when you don't win the game. Um, but I, I also think we've always looked at the the global pitcher and we'll be defined by our success at the end of the season or lack of success at the end and we know there's a process to get to that point and you know I think that's one of the great rewards about this team is man there is a lot of young guys and you see drastic improvement from game one to six and the veterans that came back here and I think I said this before the start of the season what do I love about this leadership group and this senior class maybe the best one we've had is man their whole purpose has been to lead and leadership is not just when it goes good the ability to lead when maybe you're not exactly getting the result and when those guys are playing their best football I think that's what's really powerful and I think that's why it gives you so much optimism and I think it's why it gives our team optimism you know I, I think there's been a really good buzz there was a great buzz on Sunday when we went to the meeting room of man here's what it is here's where we're at and here's how we got to go forward so you know I, I think there is a very confident room um, and I think a room that's continued to work at their craft to continue to plug away to man figure out the answers to get us over that home in that same vein with a young team what is the challenge for you as a staff for those leaders how is it different to deal with a three-game losing streak with a young team versus adversity for an older more experienced team well I think it's a good challenge for us too right I mean I, I think as a coach you know you, you're kind of used to you know man some of that veteranness that you've had in some of those key areas over the course of man even the last four or five years you know and and now you know you're you're kind of man you're you're in some new guys that are growing in their roles and you know again I think it's 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 so easy to get into the mode as a leader and, and as a coach of, man, you, you're result driven. And I think I'll be honest with you, there's probably been courses over the last six years as our program's grown where we've lost our way at times because we get so result driven rather than understanding our number one role and responsibility is to teach and grow the players in our program and to grow the players in our in our meeting room. So I, I do think one of the best things that I've seen from our coaching staff so far is they have done a great job staying the course, staying poised, and really doing a great job teaching our young guys. So it's a great challenge for everybody involved. And honestly, I think we all knew that going into the season but uh, man I, again you're you're really grateful to go to work every day and be be in, in at least the culture that we're fortunate to have right here right now to handle man not being exactly where you want to be at the end of the scoreboard on a Saturday 
Matt, the injuries in the running back room are an obvious reason why production may be a little bit down, but how much is it also a function of falling behind early, limiting what you're able to do and, and it, allowing defenses to kind of load up against it? Yeah, you know, I, I think that's been, you know, if you if you say what's one thing that's been a rhythm to the last couple games, man, you, you've, you've been playing catch up at times. You know, now I thought um, one thing I was, we did a really good job of maybe last Saturday compared to what I would have said, you know, just being critical of ourselves is, you know, man, we, we still didn't, we still did a good job trying to lean on the running game throughout, you know, the course of the first half of the football game. And, you know, I, I think that obviously not being down two scores helped that situation. But, you know, again, that's where, man, that, that our defense plays phenomenal. But, man, that, that play on third and five, that's a broken play. And it's like, man, you know, you're kind of, man, you're, you're back up against the wall a little bit and you, you're kind of going. And so, yeah, nature of the beast and, and, and it is what it is. But, I, again, I think all those things are going to help us as we continue to grow. It's going to help our players. It's going to help us as coaches. And I, I think it's, man, it is the situation it is. So I do think that's been unique, um, you know, to the last three weeks. And I think probably has, has challenged us at times. I went back and watched the play Anthony Johnson made a few times, and you, you weren't being hyperbolic. How much does that epitomize kind of who you need to be? A play that he said a little bit of a busted coverage, but he does everything he can, seemingly an impossible situation to chase it down. Yeah, you know, I, I said this Sunday, Robbie. I mean, when I'm done here, I hope that play epitomizes our time here at Iowa State. Right? Like, you know, it's what we've coached. It's what we hope to be. Um, and it's it's he is what we said we're about as coaches. I mean, you look where he's come from. He come into our program at 170 pounds. He's a 205 pound man. Um, he's a senior. He's you know he's graduate first person in his family to graduate. This guy the that play and then go back and watch third and two and watch the play that he makes on in, in the run game and, and throws his body in and and literally just single-handedly makes the play and he's man that's who we we want to be that's what we want our program to be about um, and so to me it's two of the greatest plays I've seen a player individually make you know in the stadium and you know I, I, it's not um, talent it's elite effort it's elite consistency it's playing the same way all the time and man he is playing elite football right now for our football team um, and you know it goes back to the question you know it's a great question you know why are you not panic and why do you have great belief because I see that because I watch how our kids play. I know what they're playing like. Um, it gives you a great confidence in, in knowing that, man, you can't wait to get back in the room and solve whatever small challenges we got. Man, we got we to solve them. But, you know, those those plays, those situations, it, it makes you really proud to be their coach and it makes you really proud of who he is. And like I said, I hope it defines what our, what our time here has been about and who we want to be and continue to grow forward in is those plays. Hey, Matt. Texas has run, you know, some 11, 12, a little bit of 13, and then some 20 from what I've looked at as well. You know, what potentially differences or, or challenges does that really present schematically for a, a defense and you guys that are playing really well right now? 
Man, they, they, this is, you know, I, we've played a lot of good Texas teams since we've been here. And, and I would say this is the best that we've played. I mean, um, you know, what they've done at the tight end position, you know, they, I would say maybe one of the best tight ends that are, that's playing right now in, in our, in, at least in the Big 12. Um, you, you look at what that offensive line has done. You know, not only do they play 12 and 20, they also bring in a man, a six tackle with a 82 number on, which, um, man is a really good blocker as a tight end so they, they've done a great job it's kind of like man they've gotten to where they want to be in terms of having those playmakers and kind of putting this offense to where it wants to be and it is a challenge I mean we're not going to shy away from it but also a great opportunity for us I mean we're going to have to continue to match some of the personnel stuff as we need to throughout the football game but uh, you know again a great challenge for our defense and we've, we've been fortunate here to play great offenses and, and have those great challenges so it'll be another great challenge Saturday for Sure. Matt, I guess I was just curious more from a, uh, a broader perspective on Texas. I mean, we've talked uh, for weeks now about how good the Big 12 is, and you see a result like the one they put up on Saturday, it's kind of pops off the page. Just what are your feelings from a kind of that? 10,000 foot view on what Texas has kind of done this season? Yeah, you know, I, I think, again, you know, a lot of credit to their staff. I think they've gone out and, you know, put together a team that, that really represents, you know, obviously what some of the elite programs in the country have, or, you know, highly talented offense and defense alliance. Um, obviously, a quarterback that, you know, is coming back off injury but has played really well early in the season and played really well again on Saturday. And then you got playmakers at all the skill positions and so you know I, I a lot of credit to them and I think they do a great job coaching and and certainly have done a really good job putting the nucleus of this football team together and you know you're talking year two so you know they've done a really good job of aligning to certainly what they want to be and where they want to go you guys had three former players score touchdowns on Sunday uh, in different games how about I mean for one how cool is that for you as yeah. their former coach to see them doing that every game you turn on there's a former cyclone yeah. having success but then too how valuable is that for you guys as a program not only to have people in the league but to have people that are having success every week yeah you know we kind of chuckled on on Sunday you know Jerry you, you said man hey, I texted Brees I said man can you can you send a hundred of those yards back to us a little bit you know what I mean um, but no you, you couldn't be prouder of those guys I mean what Allen's doing obviously Obviously, what Brees is doing, what can they, man, all these guys, and and that was missing, and you know that, Jared. I mean, man, we we that was one thing that I think hurt us at times as we were building our program. Is man, the NFL piece of it, and it takes time. You got to develop those guys, and you got to recruit those guys, and you know now to see these guys being not only playing, but like you said, man, being marquee players at the next level, it's awesome, and you're really proud of them. You're really grateful that they've been in your program. They're such key humans to even who we are right now I mean you know I mean you know Brees texting the running backs after every game you know I get a text from Allen after every you know it's just like you're grateful to have what we have and you're really proud of what those guys are doing because it does certainly continue to benefit us in a great way we've talked about Will being productive even if he's not getting sacks but what is how big is the difference when he is able to get to the quarterback? And it seemed like after that first sack on Saturday, he celebrated like a guy who had missed getting sacks every week. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think a little bit of benefit in, in in what you're seeing too is a little bit of the production of the other guys around them too, right? And I think there, that's something that early in the season was an unknown. So so much was getting slid at him, and now all of a sudden you see some of these other guys having production and proving that they can handle it. And I, I think that's helped Will out a lot. 
lot. You know, I mean, nobody works harder at his craft. You know, um, I, I was teasing our, our coaches. It's it's it was late on on Monday night, um, and man, who's the guy that's still in the facility working on his craft? It's Will. You know, and I mean, you know, I, I think the the thing that I appreciate about him is how hard he plays, and to watch the results come. You know, and I as I said, I watched the videotape. I thought he was playing really well. I know, you know, the sack number is a big thing, but man, for him to get that and get rewarded of that, I think it's awesome. But I think he's playing really great football right now for us, for sure. What, excuse me, what's a healthy Remsburg mean for you? Man, I, I think if you say what, what was a huge positive from Saturday, you know, offensively was getting Jake back. You know, Jake played maybe 15 plays in the Kansas game, um, you know, just trying to get his feet back a little bit. He, Jake was playing incredible in fall camp and I think that was one thing that was like dang you know you, you lost a guy that was playing so good just because he had already come off of injury and really the plays that he played on Saturday were high end and so I, I think it gives us a lot of confidence moving forward again that's nothing against Grant Triver because Grant has played really solid football for us and done a really great job but uh, I do think it's it's big for us to get Grant back um, get his confidence back and get his consistency back um, I, I think it'll be huge for the this football team moving forward, obviously. There was one more thing, and I, I meant to ask it when I was asking earlier about the offense. Um, there were situations late in the game where Hunter was was just a yard or two off on, on throwing for third down, throwing for, throwing for on third third and short third third down yardage, and, and they were just one or two yards short. Is that on Hunter? Is that on the receiver? Is that on both? Is it on the defense? Or yeah. Um, no, you know, I, I, again, I, I look at that, and man, I, I'm I'm more thinking of man. You look at it, and we're in the red zone. It's third and seven, and we get a drop ball. Great play, right? Man, you're 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 the play bef the the next play before it. You know, there's leakage in the protection. Jalen runs an incredible route. He's wide open. We're probably going to hit it, and we're probably going to score, literally. And man, we're the protection's a hair off. Um, you're talking the next one, man, we get a scramble. He does a great job, boom, and man, we don't make the play. And so, you know, again, I think right now you can overanalyze everything. When you sit there and really look at it and dissect it, man, we're really close. The consistency of every facet of us offensively right now needs to be better. And I think that's the thing that's rewarding is we all got we all have work to do. We all have to pitch in and, and work together. The positive is we've got the players. We know how to get it done, and we've done it. Um, it's just doing it with great consistency, and that's what we're lacking. You're talking about overanalyzing. Is this is this where you need to bring the, the ice cream truck back or the, Man, or, or the water pipe? I, whatever we got to do. I, I'm willing. No, no. I, I, I think it's – I think it's I think the reality of it is no I think you had to do that because you had to get people to buy in at times our kids are bought in they believe um, and they really care and that's the thing that I really appreciate and that's why I know man we're gonna we're gonna get there and it's just a matter of when and and it's a matter of getting there and again that's my responsibility and our responsibility and and we're not hiding from it we're going to try to do everything in our power to go right through it Boy, I mean, you know, it really, it started with Zach. I'll, I'll be honest with you. It started with Zach. Um, 
really in fall camp, I mean, he earned the right to play. Um, Zach had a great fall camp. You know, Zach is a great story. I don't know if you guys have written on Zach yet or not, but it, I would say would be one of the one of the great stories and one of the great seniors because that kid has been through, man, he's been through hell and back. I mean, you're talking three what for most kids would have been career-ending injuries. Um, he's been through a lot, and that guy is – Again, you go back to your seniors playing their best football their senior year. This guy had a great fall camp, really challenged the right to get on the field. He earned the right to get on the field. I think he's played pretty much 15 to 20 plays in every game. And, you know, he he is playing with great consistency. And when you're looking for consistency, the guys that are playing the most consistent need to be on the field. And so I think he's earning the right to be on the field more for our football team. And uh, just really proud of him. Man, he's he's also been the anchor on that punt team. You know, I, I, again, uh, man, you, you saw a group that was a little bit not where they needed to be early to where you'd say, man, that group has a chance to be really special by the end of the season and continues to try to prove that week in and week out. And he's been the anchor there for us as well. So his consistency has been awesome.